Welcome to Faith in Real Life, where we talk about truths of the Bible that are relevant to your life and faith. My name is Obi. I'm the pastor to men and single adults at First Baptist O'Fallon, and we are joined as usual by our student pastor, Bryson. Hey-o. And Josh, our kids' life pastor. Hello, hello. And I, once again, do not have a exciting way to introduce myself, and strangely, I'm becoming more and more okay with that. Is that a bad thing? or I th- it's, it's a fun. boring thing. It's, it's a boring, boring. thing. You know, well, I'm kind of thinking we should put like a sound clip of just like, you know, somebody saying hi. Like, mm, Jacob, know, right do not do that. <laughs> do not do that. He's thinking about it. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. All right. Hey, I just want to remember people that uh, remind people, remember people. I want to remember people too. One of those mornings. Huh? It is one of those mornings. I want to remind people that uh, we are not uh, posting the video cast on YouTube anymore. It is still in. Uh, podcast form, and it'll probably have an image out there, so you can listen to it on YouTube. Uh, but otherwise, you can go to things like Spotify, Google, or Apple Podcast apps, and uh, that's where the majority of our listens, listeners are, so um, that's where we're putting it, and hopefully that'll provide a better experience for them as we can kind of focus on the podcast format. So just want to remind you of that. Well, this week, we are really starting um, a series for our uh, podcast, but it's following our series for our church, which is called This Is Us. And really, it's just where our church is talking about our church vision and values and, and just who we are as a church. And so each week, our pastor is going to preach on a topic of one of the core vision or values of our church, and then it's going to be followed up by all of our small groups. So uh, going through a material that's related to that. So this is just a great time for people to Come to the church um, if you're watching from home to to watch our uh, services. And if you've missed some, then uh, you know there's a way to go back. You can go to our uh, website. And Josh, you had that website down, right? Yeah, it's fbcofound.org/slash/watch. Do you know if that is a forward slash or a backslash? I think it's a back it's backslash, backslash, isn't it? Backslash. Isn't everything backslash? Try both if you're listening. Oh. Everything Maybe it is, is forward slash. Hmm. Either way, is just it, put the, the, the people put the slash. You, it's you the same the slash you, you use every time. Just, Bryce just dropped the microphone. Dropped That's microphone, the microphone, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jacob. <laughs> you just crashed the whole audio. We are starting off great today. Um, we don't know our own website, and Bryson about threw his mic on the ground. So this is going to be a fun episode, I can tell. Um, but anyway, you can go out to our website and you can. Uh, listen to or watch our church uh, worship services, hear from our pastor, um, and then we encourage you to join a life group. We have those in person, um, but also we have those where you can zoom in, and that's a great time. This is a just a perfect time to come if you've been curious about our church or about joining a small group, because uh, you're going to really hear about the core vision and values of our church. And so we're starting off um, this six-part series, we're just going to follow and tell with what our church is teaching. And so topic number one is about uh, glorifying God and doing His will. And so what we want to talk about today is why. Why should we glorify God and do His will? And I just wanted to kind of start off with a story uh, or, or really a testimony that's always kind of stuck in my mind, and it's of the professional football player Deion Sanders. And I remember hearing his testimony, and I, I read it in his book as well, um, that after he'd won a Super Bowl, uh, so you're thinking the height of he made a lot of money, uh, top flight athlete, um, 
and he's winning this professional sport. So, I mean, by American standards, this is success. He's at the mm-hmm. pinnacle. And during the celebration, he had this thought, is this it? Like, this is a guy who has what other people only dream of, Mm -hmm. and his thought is, is this it? Mm -hmm. And then I think of celebrities in general and how, um, you know, oftentimes there's issues with drugs and other things that there seems to still be a sense of hopelessness. And so um, when we think about why should we glorify God, one of the things we're going to talk about is, well, what is even the purpose of why did God create us? But but I kind of wanted to just start off with that story um, to help people think because maybe people are out there searching why would I why would I glorify God? Why would I want to do His will? And to really think, well, you know, what is the purpose for your life? And so we're going to talk about a little bit of that. So who wanted to start us off? Josh, you're going to start us off yeah. today. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I think when we look at this question, I think we have to just look at the word glory. Right, because there's so many ways that that's used. You know, we talk about, we, we read it over and over in Scripture. We sing it in songs, but there's even, you know, we can make a reference to Old Glory, you know, the, the flag, and then there's Glory Days, you know, by mm-hmm. Bruce Springsteen. So there's like, you know, there's so many ways we can use it. So mm-hmm. to look through the biblical lens, it's like it's abstract word. You know, it can mean importance, heaviness, weight, or in, in terms of like respect, honor, mm-hmm. um, majesty is kind of a, a way to look at it. So when we think about if that's the word that we're going to use to say that we glorify God, you know, it come. I mean, it comes with in a, in a big way, and so um, you know, as as we look here, you know, we really want to think about. Uh, I heard a John Piper sermon recently. He made two good points, and he brings it up by saying that glorifying God is really thinking at. Feeling, thinking, and acting in ways that reflect His greatness, mm-hmm. that gives evidence of the supreme greatness of all His attributes and the all-satisfying beauty of His manifold perfections. Mm-hmm. In short, the reason why, to answer that question, why, is because we glorify God in everything because God glorifies God in everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, ever since creation and the way that unfolded, God has made Himself known and present, you know, in, in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sin entered the world and created the chaos that it did. Mm-hmm. But in essence, that story has never changed. In the middle, God is calling us to glorify. We just have distractions, mm-hmm. you know, and things that get in the way. Um, so the reality is, is we have to think through this lens, is he worthy? Mm-hmm. Is he worthy of those words, importance, heaviness, greatness, majesty? Mm-hmm. Well, of course, the answer is yes, because I don't think, for, you know, for a believer, when you read Scripture, to walk away with this is not a good day. I just, we just smashed hit the, the mic again. Again. <laughs> We're going to have to take a class on not being hands talkers during podcast the podcast. 101. Yeah. So I need something to hold on to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, is God worthy? Yeah, because you can't read Scripture, and mm-hmm. I don't feel like to think anything otherwise. And the realest truth is he gave us everything. Mm-hmm. You know, when you read the whole of the gospel in its entirety, the fact that he sent his son, you know, to, to die on a cross for our sins, to give us a whole new life, that's everything. Mm-hmm. And we, there's really nothing we could ask for more of. So is he worthy? Yes. Mm-hmm. So let's give God the glory that he deserves because he is with every day since the beginning of time and even before that. Mm. He has glorified himself in everything he does. Emphasizing his worthiness is such a, a powerful place to kind of begin this conversation. Just thinking about why should I do anything? Is it worth my time? And God, of course, as you've described him as creator, savior, etc., is of course worthy. So what about you, Bryce? And what thoughts do you have on this? Yeah, even kind of going off a little bit of what Josh said, like we were 
designed and created with the purpose of glorifying God with our lives, right? Um, in Genesis, I mean, like before sin entered into the world in Genesis chapter 3, right? Like that was part of God's design for not only creation, but mankind as well in, in, in creation. And of course, sin comes and um, it breaks that, right? It kind of um, shatters what God intended for us. And so um, now we live in a world where, you know, it's kind of this messed up, but kind of cool picture of God's grace, because um, the truth is, is we're going to glorify something in our lives, right? We're going to love and worship and fully devote ourselves to something. Now, God in his grace, though, he gives us the choice, right? Like he gives us the, the it's a command, don't get me wrong, like uh, like the first, the first commandment of the Ten Commandments is you should have no other gods before me, right? This isn't like right. God's suggestion. It's not like, hey, if you got some time, if you feel like it. I mean, this is God saying, no, 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 number one, like don't worship anything other than me. Have no other gods before me. I am worthy and deserve all the glory um, that I could ever, ever be given. And, um, you know, even even not given, he's still worthy of it. Um, but God, in his grace, he gives us free will and he gives us a choice. Um, and he allows us to make those decisions. And so, um, you know, so, you know, the question is, why should we glorify God? And, and the answer is really kind of going back to what Josh said is he's worthy of it. Mm -hmm. And but, you know, thinking about your your um, story, right, like how, how many of us maybe we don't get to, you know, that level winning the Super Bowl, making millions, you know, the, the nice penthouse with the fancy cars and everybody, you know, all the clothes and whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. but how many of us are living our lives pursuing after something that right. we think is going to fulfill us, right. right? We think it's going to matter. And then we get there and we're like, oh, this wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. This isn't as special as I thought. This didn't actually bring me lasting joy and fulfillment. And this is where I think you know, this is where I think Christians need to really come back and realize and understand that, you know, yeah, it's not bad to have those things, right, necessarily, um, but it's not it's not the end-all goal. And so if you have those things, that's great. Glorify God through that. Um, ultimately, make the aim of your life to glorify God. Right, because if we pursue those things as the ultimate purpose of our existence, mm -hmm. then we're always going to be unsatisfied. Mm -hmm. We'll be that person who reaches whatever pinnacle, or maybe we won't even reach it. Um, and not everybody's even going for a Super Bowl, but they're going for something. Mm -hmm. And maybe they get to that point and they say, man, is this it? Yeah. And that's because, no, this isn't it. Yeah. This is it if, if you're trying to satisfy yourself on mm -hmm. earth. Yeah. So Isaiah chapter 4, verse 7 um, says, everyone who bears my name and is created for my glory, I have formed them. Indeed, I have made them. Mm -hmm. And so I always point people to this verse uh, because it, it's God telling us why we're created. Everyone who bears my name and is created for my glory. Why mm -hmm. did he form us? Why did he make us? We're created for his glory. So when you think of the age-old question, like uh, think of even Eastern religions and uh, anybody who's into philosophy, what's the meaning of life? What's mm -hmm. the purpose of life? Why am I here? And people ask those questions all the time, and we know the answer. Like <laughs> what is considered arguably the most profound question of all time? Well, Christianity has the answer. Mm -hmm. You're created for God. Mm -hmm. You're created by him and for him for his purpose. So why should I glorify God? Why should I do his will? Why should anyone listening do those things? It's because that's why they're created. Mm -hmm. That is their purpose, and anything else they pursue will be dissatisfying ultimately. Mm -hmm. Other things are good, fine, 
but not their purpose. Yeah. Are there anything to add on that one, guys? Yeah. I would just add it, that to kind of just going off what you said, like why do we glorify God or why should we? Because it matters. You know, ultimately at the end of the day, you know, the things that we often pursue the most don't really matter especially in the grand scheme of eternity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it doesn't matter how many Instagram followers you have, the kind of car you drive, the salary you make, um, the house you live in, right? Ultimately, when when God returns or when he calls you home, um, those things do not matter. Um, what matters is how you spent your time here on earth. And ultimately, if you think about it, like one of the things I love the most is um, Christians, I say I love that in a very sarcastic way, um, Christians who don't want to worship God here on earth, who think they're going to love doing it forever in eternity, um, right? Heaven is not just like this place where you just kind of get to chill out and relax on the beach and, you know, someone waits on you hand and foot. Like heaven is et- the eternal worship um, and glorifying of God. And, you know, there's all kinds of things that that looks like, of course. But anyway, I just say my thought is start here, start now. Um, Because if you don't want to do it now, I don't know why you're going to want to do it in eternity. Mm. Good stuff. So um, that's kind of the why. And now we're going to talk about the how. Because it's one thing to say, okay, I should do this. But I think there's a lot of people, and maybe even most Christians, that sometimes we think, all right, I'd like to do this. I'd like to glorify God. I'd like to do His will. But how? Mm -hmm. What does God tell us to do? Um, so I think Bryson, you're starting with this one. What mm-hmm. thoughts do you have on that? Uh, yes, like right, like that. That just kind of is the like, like how can we glorify God? Like just everything, right? So First uh, Corinthians ten thirty one says, um, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Um, I think that word all there is very profound and powerful. Um, I don't think the word all there just means. Um, some things or, uh, you know, the occasional thing. I mean, it literally means like all, every everything, whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. And so when I was, when we were kind of preparing for this podcast, you know, I was reading some articles and things, you know, that people had written. And, you know, if you Google, how do I glorify God? You know, you're going to get the seven steps, you know, things to do with your day, you know, be thankful, pray, you know, sing a song, serve someone. Um, and all those things, absolutely true, absolutely good. Um, I would just kind of, you know, think about, like, just challenge those listening to think about it in this way, because it challenged me to think about it this way, is it's like glorifying God is not something you do for one hour on a Sunday morning. And I think we we have that problem where we're like, okay, I went to church service, and that's where and how I glorify God. And, you know, if you have 168 hours in your week, right, one hour of glorifying God, like that just doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Um, If we just literally said that he's worthy of everything and all of our our worship. And so, right, so I think it's the little things that we do. Um, I think it's the small things that we do. I think it's the, you know, like this morning you were talking about. You, you stayed up late to work on a lesson. You woke up early to help get your kids ready for, you know, school and stuff like that. And those feel like such mundane tasks. I don't have kids, so that's why I have to use Obi as an example. But <laughs> um, those those maybe feel like such mundane tasks. And yet, um, you know, if we do them just for the sake of doing them, they don't serve a purpose. But what if we do them to glorify God and through, through our lives, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think the problem is a lot of times we think like, well, this doesn't really matter. And yet it does, right? It matters that, like, that's not in the Bible that says whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God just because that's a great coffee, like, mug verse, right? Um, Or something like to put on a T-shirt. Like, that is a really powerful and profound thing to think about that literally 
everything I do, I have the opportunity to glorify God with my life. Yeah. Nice. I'm going to issue one correction oh, for what parents I out there everywhere. Um, getting up to get your kids ready for school doesn't feel mundane. It feels Herculean. Oh, okay. yeah. It is uh, <laughs> quite the task. Especially. It's like a gladiator. <laughs> That's like, right. Yeah. Well, like uh, I said, I don't have... That was a big thing. <laughs> I don't have kids, so I mean, like, I wake up in the morning... And I eat breakfast, and I take my dog out, and that's my life right at the yeah. moment. So I don't. Your point is still valid. Okay. I just had to it's, correct that so that you didn't get the, all sorts of the parent of, of the most kids in the room. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was, I was like typing as you were talking. I was sending you hate mail, so I thought I just, thought I just correct. You're good, that. man. All right, Joshua, you want to? I know you uh, had that same verse in your mind, right? What else? Yeah. You build on that. Yeah. So just, let me just remind people we're talking about the how. How can we glorify God and do His will? Yeah. You know, something I just want to add, you know, the way my brain was, was thinking here and Bryson talk about it is to hear because sometimes I don't want this verse, though, to be used as an excuse. Just because, you know, it's whatever you do doesn't mean that all the things you do will glorify God. Mm, that's good. And noise. here's what I mean is because. I'm not going to decide to get up and go, you know, if I'm going to slap somebody upside the head, well, I did that in the glory of God, you know, and just quote this this verse, right? (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know, but in essence, if I'm going to sit here and, you know, I have a cup of coffee right here, and I think we all enjoy coffee. Mm -hmm. Obi likes milk. You know, with oh, no, don't, don't even get it. me started. That's but, all the powdered, <laughs> powdered creamer, actually. Uh, it's but, delicious, by the way, <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> but the thing about it is, if I want to stay here and I want to drink my coffee, like like many of us do or whatever, you know, the fact of the matter is, is, can, is God getting glory by me holding my cup? You know, I mean, the answer is, is, is really no, just because of the sip that I'm getting. But the action is, is but if I'm sitting here, with certain attributes, mm-hmm. and I'm thankful for the fact that I get this opportunity, then I'm thankful for the air that comes into my lungs, and the fact that I have this mm-hmm. to drink something warm on a cold day. Mm-hmm. God, I'm thank you for the weather, and I thank you for the people that made this. Yeah. You know, in 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 just that gratefulness. So to build on that, you know, there's so many things that we can talk through about mm-hmm. glorify God. So I just want to focus on a couple. Mm-hmm. All right, and by couple, this is a bigger couple. It's four, <laughs> four things. Because I found this old um, sermon, it's by Thomas Watson. He's like a Puritan preacher, so like 1600s, kind of within that time frame. And he basically was talking about, you know, the chief end of man, um, you know, and, and what that means. So he focused on four. The first one is appreciation. You know, that is, you know, being thankful. Just when we talked about the coffee, I'm so grateful for everything, mm-hmm. you know, and, and God, I'm so grateful for what you do. You know, Psalm 97, 9, for you are the, are the, for you, Lord, are the most high over the earth. You are exalted above all the gods. Mm-hmm. You know, thankful just being God. Thank mm-hmm. you that you are the God that you say you are. You know, and I think we need to be grateful in the things that we do because if we're grateful to God, we'll be grateful to others. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one is adoration. You know, that's worship. Mm-hmm. You know, we, you know, we, we, and we do it out of love. You know, I could say I adore my wife. We need the same thing about our God. We adore our God and who He is. You know, uh, Psalm 29, 1 and 2, it goes through the the word that they use is ascribe. Um, but, you know, essentially it's give. You know, give to the Lord with with the highest thoughts, with the highest honor, with the, with the highest of everything. And mm-hmm. it, it, it's like the first few verses are like a love. Like it's like a poem, you know, of love. Like that's what the Psalms are, right? They're, they're songs and artistically written. Um, the next one is affection. You know, that's that's a more deeper love, mm-hmm. you know, that we see here. We we want to, in Deuteronomy 6, 5, 
you know, love the Lord, <laughs> love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. You know, they hear we we give all that we can to Him, and we do this with our with our thoughts, with our actions. We do this by spending time. If I love somebody, I'm going to spend time with them. Okay. So we that's one way we can glorify. The last one is subjection. Sorry, there what he didn't do an A. <laughs> all right, like with him here. But was he a Baptist preacher? He well, he was a Puritan. Puritan. Oh, he was okay. a Puritan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Sorry, I missed that. Uh, you know, I think uh, alliterations didn't come into practice till much later. Okay. Exactly, yeah, we'll forgive him. It just happened to be what it was yeah. until until this last one. But subjection, um, we glorify God when we obey Him, and we obey Him out of love. Mm-hmm. So with the affection that we have with Him, we 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 do yeah. obey. And I love John fifteen, you know, which is the verse mm-hmm. that He used. You know, John fifteen eight through ten. My God is glorified by this mm-hmm. that you produce much fruit and prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. So, I mean, that is, that is I mean, that basically what it says, my Father is glorified by, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and here's Jesus saying, mm-hmm. you know, what that is. You know, so these are just some things, and it's big umbrella things, mm-hmm. and many things can fall underneath that. But if, if you're thinking, like, where do I start? There, here's just four Give us the four things. words again. All right, so the four words are appreciation, adoration, affection, subjection. Mm, that's good. Yeah, so as, uh, and I kind of want to restate what you all said for the listener. So Bryson talking about um, really in everything we do, right? And then Josh gave us a really good distinction. That's not to say that if I do something sinful, it brings glory to God. In fact, it's the point is to say the opposite, is mm-hmm. that everything you do, seek to glorify God. And so uh, Josh's given us some good examples there. And of course, we could talk about spiritual disciplines and things like uh, Bryson had brought some of those up. You know, go to church, mm-hmm. read your word, pray, share your faith, mm-hmm. uh, fast, you know, do all sorts of different things like that that mm-hmm. bring glory to God with your life. Um but we're trying to, I think, what we hear and what we're saying is in First Corinthians 10.31 that you all quoted is that really with our whole life, mm-hmm. don't just think that, okay, I came to church on Sunday, now I'm going to uh, curse people out in traffic or uh, be rude at the grocery store, um, That, well, but I went to church, right. there was my glory to God, and then on Monday when I went shopping, I forgot that. Mm-hmm. Um, so to bring glory to God wherever we are, and so what I, I wanted to boil it down to this, I... I um, looked up Romans 12, verse 1 and 2, and it says, Therefore, brothers and sisters, in view of the mercies of God. So this, again, kind of talks about God's worthiness, right? The mercies of God, that he's given us mercy. He says, I urge you to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true worship. Then it says, Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God is. Mm-hmm. So understanding, understanding the will of God in our life is, is to bring him glory, mm-hmm. and there's lots of ways to do it, but really it is just this attitude of surrender that we hear of being a living sacrifice, mm-hmm. of seeking to transform our heart, our mind, our hands, um, all the things that are us transforming those into something that is pleasing to God. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we're seeking that, then other little things, the petty things that sometimes, I can't help but think of church life because my life is so wrapped up in church life. Um, 
you know, you think of Christians who will get very mad about something and act ungodly, feeling like they're defending something godly. Mm-hmm. Well, even when I'm defending something that I feel is godly, I need to do it in a godly manner, mm-hmm. right? So to be completely transformed, uh, head, heart, hands, everything mm-hmm. about me, my my emotions, my intellect, my actions, um, to be transformed so that I may discern the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. Mm-hmm. So, so a complete surrender to him that God... You created me to bring you glory and to do your will. Mm-hmm. And so I need to surrender to that. And so that's the call that um, I feel like our church is saying, people, anyone who comes, this is us. This mm-hmm. is what we are about. It is about existing to bring glory to God. And mm-hmm. there's lots of ways to do it, but it, it involves surrender. All right, guys, anything else you want to add on this? I would just probably add like, you know, I think this is one of those things where we talk about and it from a podcast perspective, it can be really easy to kind of just shoot the right answers. Um, but it is something I think that I think we forget, like we wrestle with this a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, am I doing God's will? Am I glorifying him? And one of the things, cause I work with students a lot is, you know, it's the, it's the classic question every teenager and I'm sure kids and young adults face this too. And um, how do I know what God's will is for my life? And one of the things I, I I love it when a student asks that question because my first response is like, have you read had the, have you read the Bible? And they're like, no. And I'm like, you know, the truth is, is like if you're waiting for like the clouds to roll back and the and the light to hit you and the sparkles and the angelic choir and all the, the fuzzy, neon sign, yeah, like, like all the fuzzy uh, feelings, like um, you're gonna be probably waiting a long time. Whereas what I love is in the Word of God there are clear things like what you just read in Romans one and two, like how do you do, like what is God's will for your life right. to glorify him? Right. Um, we make it, sometimes I think we wrestle with these things um, and we sometimes I think as Christians, we make it more complicated than we need to. But really I would just say, if you're if you're like, you know, seeking what is God's will for my life? What is my purpose here on earth? Because um, again, I wrestle with that. I know a lot of students and people who wrestle with that too. Um, glorify God and how do you do that the same way that like that you that Josh has mentioned um and everything you do again anything probably short of sin <laughs> you know glorifying God in that capacity but um well you by know, avoiding sin right like avoiding sin a, and pursuing holiness and godliness yeah <laughs> right and so I would just you know just that kind of reminder like um just an encouragement to our listeners if you've made it this far into the podcast bless you um but you know just you know <laughs> keep my mom yeah hi obi's mom yeah. um but you know really just you know how, how do you do this like you can do this right um be in your word be faithful to the things that you know god cares about and pursue him first and foremost in your life and receive his grace mm-hmm. uh, when you mess up yeah. because you will mess up there will be a time where in the shopping market and you were not as rude as or yeah. not you were more rude than you should have been you were not right. as polite as you should have been um ask for forgiveness yeah absolutely. maybe to the person directly but also to yeah. god and yeah. and then accept his forgiveness mm-hmm. so so realize none of us are perfect at this but god does call us to do this yeah. with our life yeah you know, to build on what Bryson said, I, I just went back to a story. Um, you know, a guy who like mentored me back when I was in students, like he completely changed my perspective on this. And, I, and I've shared it in like testimonial messages. Uh, you know, it's worth to share again. But, you know, his name was Tracy and he he completely changed his outlook when he was speaking to us, you know, as, as college students, telling us, he said, you know, to really get like for the will of God and what it is, he says, you got to just completely change your perspective. 
He said, I no longer go to work to go to work. He says, I show up. He worked, he worked for the city. So he's like, I show up on the job site to glorify God and to worship him. Mm. And then I do the other work while I'm there. Mm. And he says, I go to the post office, you know, to glorify God and do his work. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to also deliver some mail while I'm there. You know, I go to the grocery store, you know, like that is something to say, like, if you know that you're, if your goal here, right, this is a vision statement, Mm -hmm. you know, as, as you heard from Doug, this is the vision. This is who we are. This is where we're going. And, you know, but what it really takes is a whole mental complete switch. Mm -hmm. It's no longer about just completing the task. Mm -hmm. The biggest task that needs to be number one on the list is, you know what, how can I, how can I glorify God and how can I do that by loving him and being grateful for him and then letting that be expressive and then go do my other things that I have to do today. That is good. good. Well, um, appreciate good word today, guys. Um, We're excited about the rest of these topics. And again, we encourage listeners to plug into our church. This is a great time for it. I did want to point out I'm the only one who did not smack my microphone today. So hey, um, podcast, podcast isn't, isn't over. over. Yeah. That's true. I better, <laughs> I better end it quick on that yeah. note. Um, but we thank you all for tuning in, for listening to Faith in Real Life. And don't forget to subscribe and share with someone who needs a little faith in their life. And if you're in the O'Fallon, Illinois area, we'd love for you to stop by and visit one of our church services and a small group, which we call Life Groups, in person or online. And you can find out all the details about things happening in our church through social media and at fbcofallon.org. That is fbcofallon.org. And we'll see you next time. 